That was the worst part of being drunk is having the spends. What what don't you understand, Bernice? Oh, I don't understand uh, stoners. Um, weed makes me insane. Like, just absolutely. Like, like what kind of insane? Like, just paranoid, anxious, spiraling. That's what it's supposed to do. That's what it's supposed That's to do. That's how it works, yeah. I don't know how you function like that. It doesn't do that to me. Okay, what's it feel like for you? Just baseline. <laughs> at this point, honestly, yeah. It's just that. Just yeah. Honestly, at this point, it's just kind of baseline. It's just like, I feel not angry. Oh, that's I fun. feel uh, relaxed. Okay. I feel pleasant. Do you it feel angry not. when you don't smoke? Yes. Ah, interesting. So you just, your baseline is rage. Yes. And then weed brings you... Until I started smoking weed, I was a very angry person. That's interesting. My baseline is also rage. You're just, okay, yeah, but I don't I, feel safe anymore. <laughs> <laughs> eh, well... No, I'm, I'm actually, instinct. I'm full that's of rage the, that, today. That's the title of the episode. Hi, welcome to Rain City Jerks. Uh, <laughs> I'm your host, Jack Slattery. We have Jay over there. Hello, I'm Jay. And uh, returning guest, Bernice Larson. Hello. That's We've uh, also got our guest from last week, Dane, looming Dane in here. the corner. Yeah. He's not allowed to talk, though. <laughs> Don't talk. No, you can talk. <laughs> Say something. Uh, yeah, we're hanging out. Uh, Bernice went to go see Hannah Gadsby. I uh, did. Jack yes. and I are full of rage. Yep. Yep. Uh, I'm full of rage, too, for the record. I have been yeah? trying to get... I quit my barista job like two months ago, and I've been trying to get my last paycheck since then. That's pretty even frustrating. Yeah, it's like I'm probably going to have to go to the Department of Labor. Um, Why won't they pay you? What's the deal? Well, uh, I went to pick it up, and it wasn't there. And they're like, oh, we don't know what happened. And so they spent like weeks ignoring my texts and tracking it down. And then today, they sent me a thing that's like, oh, looks like you made a mistake because you did cash your check. And they sent me this thing, and it was cashed with a bank that I do not use. Mm. What? So it was stolen. Who stole your check? I have no idea. I found out about this today, so I don't know what's next. But huh. It sucks, too, because it's like I was a minimum wage laborer. It's like $700. Bye, Dane. Bye, Dane. Bye, Dane. $700 is nothing to the company. It's everything to a That's a lot of money, yeah. Person like me. Yeah, so. What was know. it a bagel and bean? What? The coffee shop you worked no, at. No, it's a Poindexter. I'll put them on blast. Point, yeah, fuck Poindexters. <laughs> give, give her money. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Maybe it'll be fine, and then I'll feel guilty for putting them on blast. I mean, but. if someone cast your check, that seems very easy to uh, track down and be like, yes. I don't have a bank account there. No, literally. It should be fine. It's just frustrating because it's already been two months. I'm moving. I have to re-enter my loft bed era, and loft beds are expensive. So... I'm basically sleeping on a floor mattress until I get those paychecks. What, what do you mean loft bed? I have to, my new room is so small. I need a loft bed. Oh, yeah. like like a yeah. like like bunk beds without the bottom. Yes, bunk. there's a desk in the underneath, a bed on top. That's kind of exciting. You're though. moving to New York, right? No. Oh. I you you would think no. I'm just moving to Northgate. Oh yeah yeah yeah. But that's, I'm moving that's like the friends. New York of Seattle. I've always said that. Yeah. It's, um, you got the light rail going up there. There's a light rail there now. I wouldn't live there if there wasn't. There used to be a mall. There used to be. I mean, now it's just empty. I think, is that where the light rail station is? Yeah, it's right yeah, there. Yeah, it's super weird. I got off at that station for the first time, and I was like, where there's is a, there's everyone? A, there's like a movie theater over there, and that's sure. where they hold SakuraCon. Oh, mm. that's where they are. Oh. I heard there's an ice skating rink, Yeah, too, so there is. There's a lot going there on. Is. Yeah, you should start a mic there. 
Yeah. Ice skating. No, I just want to go. I'm just going to go. Like, I'm, I love ice skating. I've never been. You've never been ice skating? Yeah. I'm pretty shit at rollerblading, so that sounds way scarier with, like, knives on my feet, but. Yeah. And cold. And, and it's cold. It's similar, but different. Okay. That's true. Like, when you came to my mic, we went skating, and I was holding your hands. Yeah. You were, like, guiding me around yeah. the rink. I was also kind of a and little bit And then your boyfriend wasting. got, like, a little jealous, I think. Dude, I don't know. No, that's just what his face looks like. He okay. looks, he has like resting, jealous just face, anger face. Yeah, he looks okay. pissed. Yeah, um, he's angry too. Yeah, he has the rage baseline. No, it's mm. funny because I showed him. You were very sweet. You sent a message. You're like, sorry for cocking your boyfriend. Yeah, and uh, that's word for word what you said. And um, I it showed sounds that like, to but, yeah, that is probably what I what I would say. No, yeah. but he thought it was funny. Okay, so you're good. You're in the clear. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, I've got no agility. Did you fall down skating? I don't know if I fell down that time, but mostly because I was just holding on to Jack for dear life the yeah. whole time. Yeah, but uh, the time before that, I fell down multiple times. I refuse to skate. It looks like it could be so fun. It is. But I'm just, there's such a learning curve. You just have to get the right, you gotta get some knee pads, you gotta get some wrist guards. Like and the then, pillow ass? No, nah, not even. Just I knee pads knee pads, and wrist guards, and uh, then you become invulnerable, and you're like, okay, I can fall, I can fail. That's fun. And then... And then you can just kind of learn. Yeah. 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 I wish I could have that for just, like, everyday life. That's know? why kids are so good at learning how to do things, because they're not afraid to they're not, hurt dude, themselves. I went to a bouldering gym. Uh, recently, and yeah. I was just getting outperformed by children because they just scramble oh, up these. Come on, yeah, of course. Well, and they're crazy. like little chimpanzees. Yeah, they're, they're t- such good and they're leverage. not afraid, and they're light, and yeah. they can lift their body weight, and they just if they fall, they just bounce off. They the just ground, like climb matter. over you and yeah. like, kick you on the way down. They use they you care. as a handle. Yeah, and there's nothing you can do. They own no, the gym. They yeah. own the gym. So their street. If you if you yell at them, their parents will come and yell at you. Right, and it's a whole thing. So. Caden and probably fucking kills Kaden. it over there. Yeah, fucking yeah. Tanner. Yeah, Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with people naming? Like, are there not normal name people anymore? Not that I think normal names are like better per se, but like, there's something annoying about a Braden. Dude, I've like, been trying to figure out how to say this without being an asshole. Uh, just be an asshole. Yeah, yeah. no, because it's like these white names, especially because you know Mormon background, so. Which is so many like Bradens but it, but and Haley's. Like, and but is like Tyler or like Josh better, honestly? No. Right. Yeah, I think no matter what you name your kid, I'm going to judge you because I'm going to judge you for having a kid in the first place. So. Pe- sure. People want to name their kids something unique, but also that sounds like an existing name. Yes. I yeah. actually, I have weird skin in the game because Bernice is my middle name. Yeah. And I really like having like an old lady's name. Sure. Um, but my first name is Emma after okay. Joseph Smith's wife. Sure, sure. Yeah. And I'm really mad at my mom, or I was as a kid, because she didn't, she wanted to name me Bernice, but mm-hmm. then, like, was afraid people would make fun of me for having a weird name. And then I ended up going by it anyway. So. Right. And nobody's made fun of you for that. They picked no. totally different things. They pick, there's so much else to pick from. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. The list is long. Yeah. No. <laughs> Bernice, Bernice doesn't even hit it's it. It's, like, way down. Yeah, Old lady names are coming back. I, like, I love that's it. the next, like, retro wave. We're going to see did. Gladys's. Dolores. I'm, I'm fine. I love it. Myrtle. I, love it too. I, I, love I was just dog-sitting in Esther, and Ooh. I was like, man, Esther, what a name. That's nice. That's biblical, too. Yeah. yeah. That's good shit. I do like biblical Who, names. Who's Esther in the Bible? What'd she do? She was the one who was, like, 
she married the king. She's like pretending she's not a Jew, and then he's uh, like, "I'm gonna kill the Jews," and she's like, "No, those are my friends." It's the story of Purim, which oh. is like Jewish Halloween. Okay, oh, yeah, Queen cause, Esther, because because she was disguised. She was disguised exactly. Oh, interesting. And yeah, Purim is the guy who got hung, right? Yeah, Haman. Yeah, Haman and his seven sons—they all got hung for people to see. Why? Because he wanted to kill so he was the king's advisor oh Mm -hmm. and he was like yo king kill the jews because this jew in the king's court wouldn't bow down to him and so he's like oh we got to kill all the jews because that's a reasonable response uh and then historically man the jews have had a bad (laughs) people don't like them you know i've most of the people that i don't like are jewish also okay uh but that's I just only no Jews, so that's kind of mm. how that goes. Uh, but yeah, so this guy wanted to kill all the Jews, and then this guy Mordechai, who was in the king's court, was it Mordechai? I don't know. He was like, "Oh, uh, my stepdaughter, come and like infiltrate the king's court and marry him, so that we can influence him to not kill the Jews, but give us more money and influence." And wow. so. You know, okay, they you know the story way better than I do. A lot, I this is the way you were raised Mormon. I was raised in the bosom of Jewish culture, <laughs> right? Kindergarten through twelfth grade, mm-hmm. Jewish school. Which I mean, what a Jew story that is! Like, yeah, truly. don't kill them, infiltrate and give us more money and give power. Us, give us more money and power. <laughs> and like at the end of the story, there was supposed to be like a parade honoring the advisor. His name was Haman, uh-huh. but instead they gave it to the Jews. And the guy, Haman, ended up getting a bunch of garbage dumped on his head. Oh, no. So, like, he got hung, but then he was also getting clowned on Damn. for, like, the whole, like, last chapter of the book. What are those uh, pastries? Aren't they supposed to be, like, his Homentoshin, ears? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or his hat or his ear or something. Those are delicious. So. Filled with, like, delicious jelly. Yeah. It's supposed you're, to be his earwax. Yeah, your jelly. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? I can't believe I ate that. Not the earwax part, okay. but the cookie part is. It's true. Yeah, but it's I see the earwax ear. thing. Yeah, I think that's canon for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's always. I, I would taste the earwax, but I wouldn't if eat it. If it's, like, apricot, apricot. I, I, I was about apricot. to say yeah, apricot, yeah. yeah. Uh, they had, like, a poppy seed filling, which was always gross to me. And a prune filling, which was dynamite. Dynamite. Called it lekvar. I'm new to all of this, so. Yeah, you could convert to Judaism. Think so? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that could be fun. You know, you can fucking meet a guy who. I'm already dating. Yeah, you're already dating yeah. a Jew, exactly. Yeah. I did have my first Passover this uh, April. Yeah. Man, yep. those cinnamon apples are pretty good, right? Oh, dude, yeah, the, the haroset. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I ate the fucking, what is it, the bitter herb? Yeah, yeah. the horseradish. Fucking destroyed me. Knocks you on your ass. I didn't, because oh, I, I was it. like, I, love it. I like spicy things. This yeah. should be fine. It's not spicy. It's like a panic attack. Yeah. In your face. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's not just spicy. It's like uh, it's, pungent. Yeah, no, it's like a sinus attack. It infiltrates I don't know how your to, orifices. Yeah. It's not like eating spicy food. It is like, you feel it in your like eyeballs. The first time I went to Passover, I was dating uh, a Jew. She set the t- the stereo- She set the mold for me loving Jews and large noses. It happens. And so I was at her Passover, or no, uh, Seder. Yeah, Seder. I was at the mm-hmm. Seder, and uh, her grandma, her her grandmother was like. Uh, are you a how she she was like are you a goy yeah and i was like 
no, I'm Southern Baptist. And she just like laughed. So <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know what the fuck she was talking about. I was like, what's a goy? Like, what? <laughs> Turns out, yeah, I am a goy. Yeah, I've been told I'm a uh, shiksa. Shiksa, yep. yeah, I'm you absolutely shiksa. are. Yeah, for sure. Which uh, I, I, I don't, that. I forget what the male version of that is, but that that's would what, be that would be shagets. But that's what ah. I, I'm a shaget. That sounds worse than shiksa. Yeah, yeah shiksa's kind of sounds cute. terrible. Yeah. Shiksa sounds like a fun, like spicy. Like, yeah. like 1960s go-go all-girl rock band, like with a, the like, shiksas. Yeah, yeah the good. shiksas. Yeah. That would be great if I could start a, like a girl rock band of a bunch of women who are dating Jews, and we could be the Shixes. You have to kick them out if they break up yeah, with I'm a like, Jewish boyfriend. Yeah, you need to go find a new one, or, <laughs> or go to Brooklyn, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I have all these uh, jokes about like dating a Jewish man, and I went when I went to New York, I felt way weirder performing them because it's like there's so there's such a you large actually had to Jewish tell them population. to Jews. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, I, this feels icky. I'm sorry. Can, can we hear some of them? I'm sure you, you'll hear them at mics. No, can we hear them now? Yeah, we want to hear them now. Can you give us the best one? Just, just, just give us two. Okay, my favorite one is about how uh, when I was raised Mormon, I was supposed to, or someone told me they were recommended to keep like a picture of Jesus in the shower with them to ward off temptation. Then you just jerk off to Jesus. Right, that's yeah, where it goes. I happens. say, I tried that, it didn't work. Turns out Jesus is my type. <laughs> that's like, which came first, the religious trauma or my thing for Jewish men. Then I point at my boyfriend in the audience. And it's pretty good. Yeah, shit like that, you know. I got more. It gets worse sometimes. I was trying one out at SafeWord about having, like, a straight white man you can hate crime. And just, like, the rush of that. That's pretty good. It worked at SafeWord. I don't know if it would work elsewhere. How was how was SafeWord? Shout out Bobby Higley. Shout, Shout out SafeWord. Shout out Bobby Higley. Oh, my God. My favorite comic. No offense to you guys, but fellow sister in Zion, so. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Ex-Mormons. Oh, yeah. Um, right. yeah. No, SafeWord was... Like my favorite show I've ever it's done. A, it's a great it was show. So fun. It's a great show. If you're in Seattle, go check it out. At it's Krim at Krim work. Work. Yeah. yeah, I think they do it other places too. I don't um, think. I don't think. Maybe I have. He, no he's got other like kinky shows that he runs. There's definitely a lot. Um, Gutter Twink Productions, I think, is the company. Um, I feel like I got off kind of easy because my kink was like humiliation via like body writing. So. Right. Bobby was just like writing stuff that the crowd submitted, like on my body while I was like, doing like my they set. saw you, they saw your body, and they just wrote stuff that up uh, they, that they thought yeah they about like your DM'd body. the Instagram. Uh. Um, so that was like really fun because I was did still people write. What? what 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 did he write on you? You know, I thought it would be way more filthy, but most of it was very silly. Like I had a few things that were like "come here" or like "slut," but most of it was like. <laughs> Someone wrote, like, Thin Mint. I don't even know what that means. That you look like a Girl Scout. I'm just a little Girl Scout cookie, yeah. No, that, that, that's, Thin Mint is very fitting. Okay, yeah. and then I had, like, uh, Yonder Spittoon. What the fuck? Yeah, a dildo named Wilbur. Um, my okay. boyfriend had submitted kosher, so that was on my leg. And then, yeah, I don't know, it was just, like, a bunch of silly stuff. Yeah, it sounds like you got off pretty easy. I did, for yeah. sure, because I was able to do my jokes through most of it. Like I, um, What I'd, were you hoping for? I was hoping for, I don't know, that was pretty good. I, I kind of wanted something pain-related, but I don't think Bobby knows me well enough to do that. Spicy, okay. Yeah, but I think that would have been fun, like getting shocked or like smacked or something. Yeah, there was a comic, uh, Eden Nault, lived mm-hmm. in Seattle. He ran a show where the comics would have a shock collar yeah, yeah, on, yeah. and there were like three different triggers for it, but they didn't know the triggers. 
Oh, that's true. So they would, you know, do something online. If they said, like, uh, or something, it would, oh, it that's would shock crazy. them. I think they put their hand on the mic stand. That's what I was hoping for, but I wasn't expecting it because, like, one, Bobby doesn't know me well enough to do that. And then, two, I don't know how that would play for the audience. Audiences tend to feel kind of bad for me sometimes. So, like, yeah. if I was in pain, they might not enjoy it. No, they would enjoy it. They would enjoy it? That, okay. crowd, that crowd would enjoy they it. They would enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. That's good. If, if as long as they thought you were enjoying it. Right. That's my only concern is because I get a lot of awes when I'm not trying to. So I'm just mm. worried about that. Yeah, you kind of look like a Precious Moments figurine. A little, a little, yeah, a little bit, orphan yeah. boy. A yeah. orphan boy. Something going on. A dog with eyes that are too big. <laughs> I'm trying to make it work. I'm figuring it out. Yeah, yeah you know, you got, you got a lot of years left to Thank figure you. it out. Yeah. By then I won't be as... Uh, exactly. No, yeah. 10 years from now, people won't have as much sympathy yeah, for you. You'll just be sure. able to do whatever. That'll be great. Yeah. Taking a beat on stage all you want. All I want, which is, you know, that's why I got into comedy. Just to get beat up. Just take a beating. Take a beating or two. Public BDSM. Yeah. Were, were, were you and Bobby in the same, like, Mormon subdivision? Subdivision. I don't, I don't, I don't know how means. the Mormon church works. I don't think so. I'm trying to remember. Are you, are you, from, are you from Utah? No, I'm not. My okay, family okay. lives there, but I never lived there. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, no, I, don't, I did not know Bobby until open mics, so... But uh, there's definitely like an ex-Mormon bond. I don't know what this. Do you was. meet a lot of ex-Mormons? Not a lot. When I do, it's a significant moment. Can you kind of tell? Like, can you like that? Oh, that person looks I like feel a Mormon. Like sometimes there are ex-Mormons who are still like way too Mormon. You know, like they still look like Mormons. What makes them like they wear the underwear or they just like I'm thinking of one in particular. If he's listening, I'm who? sorry. Who? Uh, you guys don't know him. Oh, um, a friend of mine, but. Yeah, like he still like parts his hair on the side. Okay, he's like combed up nice and wears like button up shirts. And I'm like, dude, you're not Mormon anymore. Like you can do whatever you want. Where does that come from in the Mormon Church? Are people told to dress that way? Or yeah, it's very strict. Like, um, so you like pass the sacrament. Um, like once you're a boy who's like 12 to 17, I think you can pass the sacrament. And that's like you know the bread and the water, the blood and the flesh, whatever garbage. But if you have, like, if you're not dressed to the standard, like, if your hair's too long, if you're not wearing a white shirt, stuff like that, you can't do it, and that's very shameful. So it's, like, a very strict uh, dress mm. code. And then that continues if you go to go on a mission or go to BYU or get a calling as an adult. Um, those are all the same dress code as enforced. So that's why Mormons all look the same. What's, okay. a, what's a calling? Oh, yeah, calling. It's just, like, an unpaid labor for the church. Ah, gross. Yeah, yeah. It's just, like, um, all of the, like, cler- clergy clergy positions are... Clergy. Clergy <laughs> positions. All the, the positions. <laughs> all the clergy positions are unpaid. They're just randos from uh, the congregation. But all their needs are met, right? All their needs are met? Like food, water, shelter. No. It's what? literally volunteer work. It's like volunteer work. work. Oh. I mean, if you're thinking of, like, the upper echelons, I don't, not, like, the, yeah. the profits and shit, they're definitely bazillionaires. But, like, in like when you go to church and you're, like, bishop is, like, the head of that local area, that's just some rando. And he's got a day job as, like, a ice cream. Yeah, he's, cream, like, your dentist. Cream. Yeah. Yeah, I had a bit about that, like, forever ago. Yeah. Do, do they really think they're profits? They're not profits, but they're definitely, like, For ordained. the profit. Yeah, yeah, they're, like... They're special, right? They think so, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Do you think the upper echelon of the LDS really believes what they're saying, or do they do they think they realize it's all a scam? I don't think they believe it anymore. Okay. Yeah, I used to, but 
Yeah, they're on the Scientology they might, model now. They might have something. Like, they might believe in God. But they're definitely not, like, buying into everything they're saying. There's just no way. And I've heard from inside Mormon sources. Oh. Yeah, that, like, there's a lot more awareness than uh, you would think. Do you think. think we'll see the death of the LDS? I fucking hope so, dude. <laughs> no, I think it's more popular than ever. I don't. They own a fucking state, dude. Yeah, but people are leaving left and right, right? Yeah, but do you know what's fucking crazy? Okay, not to get conspiratorial. Please do. That's what we're here for. So, <laughs> the the church is insane. In order, once you're baptized, in order to get off the roster, you need like an official, like um, notarized cease and desist sent to the church to be like removed from their congregation officially. Yeah, I've heard that they just show up. Like, it's like you're like it's over. So their numbers are way inflated. Like I'm still mm. counted as a Mormon. Which I want, because if I ever somehow make it big and have, like, a comedy special, I want them to excommunicate me. So I'm staying on the roster. Okay. Can I have yeah. an excommunication party? Yeah, they, I take me to their kangaroo court. Yeah. yeah, it'd be crazy. I'm uh, feeling this whiskey. Hopefully I don't say anything I regret. All right. <laughs> Loosen up those lips. You want some more? No, I'm still working on it. Uh, okay. No, I, Wait, I, you're I, 21, right? Dude, I'm 24. Okay. Fuck okay. off. <laughs> I, I think in, like, the fucking crazy world that we live in today, like, those kind of totalitarian religions are going to be more appealing to people who just want to feel, like, some security you in know, their lives. It's so nice to hear that because a lot of people think that religion's dying, and I'm like, I don't think so. Like, in some level it is, but it's, like, stuck around. It's like two trains running in opposite directions yeah. as fast as they can. It fills and needs for people that nothing else does. Which is... I, I, yeah. I don't understand that at all. I know. I, 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 I can't fathom, like, suspending my disbelief so strong that, to let that... Like, I just... I can't... Dude, I, I miss can't it. Do it. I have a god-shaped nice, hole huh? in my heart still. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, you know, it was miserable because it was very repressive. But also, I knew all the answers. I wasn't afraid of death. I'm, I'm still not afraid of death, but, like... <laughs> I'm afraid of death now. Are you? Yeah, I gotta do more drugs, I think. Are you... Okay. Yeah, that'll, that'll, that'll shake that <laughs> off I of mean, you. That's, that is what did it for me, but, yeah. like, uh... So you're, are you afraid of nothingness or are you afraid of hell? I actually, I don't think I'm afraid of death. It's more so that I am very... Um, well, which is it? Is there hell or is there nothing? No, there's or maybe no you're hell. afraid of dying. There's definitely no hell. I'm afraid, I'm still very anxiously attached to this mortal plane. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, like I still get sad to think about leaving. Interesting. Um, okay. So I, I guess I pray for getting leukemia in the next <laughs> ten years to just take me. No, out. that's what I don't want. I would love to be hit by a train, but to just be yeah. sick and like dying for years. It's, no. it's, it's not the dying part that I mind. It's like I don't want to linger. I don't. No. Want, yeah. I, it's I, that. I don't. I, don't, I, don't, I just want. Well, to no. Have, leukemia would be way too long. No. no you need. It took my uncle else. down pretty quick. Oh shit. Jesus. God, my uncle had this like liver cancer, and he went to the doctor, and they're like, "Oh, you have like three months to live." And he lived for six more years. Yeah. The doctors were like, why are you still alive? Like, I don't we don't know, know what's going on. Yeah, sheer force of will. He just, he just loved drinking beer so much. Now, this dude, my Kept uncle died. I mean, he was, I don't know how much effort he was trying to put into fighting it, per se, which I would put zero in. But, like, <laughs> uh, you'd hasten it with, like, 
<laughs> oh, I'm going to speed s- balls. Yeah, you just I'm, be doing speed balls I'm, every okay, day. Dude, if I find out I have leukemia, heroin right away. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, no yeah. hesitation. Yeah, none. Like, tell me what this is all about. Just let's like, find out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, let's fucking roll let's the. Go, let's, let's go. Yes, <laughs> one fentanyl, please. Yeah, <laughs> just like. I was like, I'm, I find someone who's clearly on heroin. I'm like, you and me, buddy. Like, dude, I, I've got a life savings to blow. How much heroin? I've got a I whole four hundred. <laughs> I got a whole four hundred dollars on me. Yeah, how much? <laughs> how much heroin can we get? If I can get my check from this coffee shop before I die, I'm gonna buy so much heroin. <laughs> no, I um, yeah, I think what the big fear really is less about dying. It's more so I want more out of this life. Oh, well, see, that, I don't yeah, like that feeling. I understand that. And yeah. that is, what I want to feel what, what, what am I, what, what I'm uh, trying to say or whatever, like, God, choosing art is such a nightmare. Dude. It is, it, it is such a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. It is choosing art as a part of your life is like, if you can live without it, get the fuck away from I it. I can't. I know. Me I either. Can't. Me I either. You're, you're done. Yeah. yeah me yeah. either. It's over. All of us. We're lifers. We're in. Yes. Like, and it is the worst decision. It is, it, it is horrible. It's, it's not a decision. Yeah. Yeah. You no, know, it's a decision you only make when the other option is somehow worse. It's just like leaving a cult. I wish that I could just be an HVAC guy and have like a, a dumpy, ugly wife. That, Dump? She, like, yeah. Just I want to be the dumpy two, kids, kids, two and a half kids, <laughs> a right? A giant pickup truck. I, I wish I could pantry. be that. I wish I could be that a guy. A house out in Monroe. Yeah. Ex- no, exactly. Oh. Dude, you would love to live in Monroe I if actually, you were that guy. I got like a garden. Yeah. I'm part of the HOA. Yeah. It's like, you have to be. Yeah, you have to be. Well, see, that's where I that's where I disagree. The H- <laughs> HOAs are for fucking nutbags. Yeah. And, and I deal with I deal with like, Bernice is that nutbag. I am. This alternate Bernice, be. yeah. No. Alternate Bernice no, is No, al- alternate, alternate Bernice, Bernice is a is still bitch. Mormon. She she's sucks. a bitch. But you don't would you be the head of the HOA? That's the only oh, way yeah. I can. I, that's the only way because I can if see I'm not HOA. doing art, then there's this desperate claw for power that's not being <laughs> yeah. fed. No, so I can I'm see. head of the HOA. Okay, okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, you guys don't know. There's no way. There's no way that you're gonna let Susan down the street tell you no. what what blinds to have. No, fuck Susan. That's funny because my best friend's name is Susan. Okay, which is great because we're Susan and Bernice. Yeah, yeah, we sound like a couple old ladies. There's no way you're going to let someone else tell you what blinds you no, can have. No, Susan but has you green are gonna curtains. Tell, you're going to tell what other people... It's white yeah. curtains only, Susan. I'm yeah. sorry. But you, we are evicting you. <laughs> the idea of an HOA is so bizarre to me. Like, why anyone would agree to... Uh, it just oh, see, it's insane. It's so insane. Oh I don't understand why anybody if, would agree to it. it. It's it probably like something where people buy a house and they're like, oh, this isn't going to be that big of a deal. And then it ends up being way bigger of a deal. Of course it is, because power is involved and pettiness. And yeah, like, but you don't think about it. You're just like, oh, this is so happy. We're getting a house. It's in this neighborhood. The schools it's are like, good. Yeah, we'll mow our lawn. It's whatever. safe. We'll mow our lawn. Exactly. But then they're like, oh, you're, uh, you've got a taupe. Uh, sh- taupe <laughs> curtains instead of sandstone curtains. Right. They're going to need to be changed. Otherwise, we're going to levy fees uh, we, against well, you. We need you to mow your lawn on a diagonal pattern instead of a vertical pattern. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wish you could just give like every HOA member like a bunch of shrooms all at once. See what happens. Feasibly, you could, but yeah, yeah it's just like it's, it's, it's. But it's like who cares? Who dude? cares? And like I care about you, uni- like. On a grand scheme of things, things that are not significant, but this is like P- people who build their lives to kind of culminate in like that. They image. they care exactly. Yeah. They care about image. They care about status. 
uh, they wouldn't live in like basement apartments or like with three roommates mm-hmm. into their late 30s. Right. Not to put me and Jack on blast here. I mean, that's going to be, I'm on that same trajectory. Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, you know, they, never, well, the, they, yeah. they were, they've been planning for that kind of security their whole lives. Yeah. And so they're like, awesome, we've got a pool. We have a pool. The, the pool would this be fucking sweet, but like... It is kind of like a scarcity mindset thing, isn't it? Also, just gate... I d- in my work life, I deal with gated communities. And oh, dude, yeah. It, But it makes no sense to me because it doesn't like, do shit it doesn't do shit no, not even it doesn't all, all it does is like minorly inconvenience you it inconveniences and, your guests right that's it and like yeah. it does so like if i to wanted get to get in. into your house i could like yes. it's not keeping me out like i think well i don't know yeah if there's a gated community it's just like a racist community i don't yeah well for no, sure but like no i'm, a, I'm like way out in the woods and like you'll just Weird. and you'll come to like a gated. And you're like, who are you keeping out? Like, what is this for? Like, I lived in a gated and gated suburbs. There's in Puyallup. For there's a no while. walls around this. You're not keeping the zombies out. There's like it's just it's just a gate for no reason. Like, who are you keeping out? I don't nobody. understand the youth. I don't like, know. what are you afraid of? Minorities. It's a no peace idea. of mind thing. But to what? For what? Like for people whom? for people who don't like think critically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, take my money because you have this fence. Oh, another $300 a month because of this. Yeah. And you've got like a clubhouse and a pool and a gym. Not even. These are just like little planned communities that like little like my, like micro McMansions with a gate at the front. And you're just like, what is this for? That's like, the American dream, dude. Yeah. It's the American dream in action. Keeping out the brown people. You get a gate. Yeah. They don't. You don't give minorities the code. They only come in to mow the lawns. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Do pest control. Deliver. Things. You're essentially a minority. To <laughs> At them. this point, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. No like, one is ever. No one has ever hit on me while at work, and that's tragic. It is tragic. No, it's not. Getting hit on at work is awful. Mm, I'd like it. You would like? <laughs> I didn't like it. Yeah, but you're dealing with like men. I'm dealing yeah, with true. like repressed. Like well, mother, mothers and housewives. I feel like all of my male friends who get hit on, it's men who hit on them. Yeah, because yeah, men are animals. generally how it works. <laughs> if you want a woman, you've got to go after a woman. If you want men, they're just, just wait. Gonna, yeah, just wait. <laughs> just wait. I've always been uh, very forward with men I'm interested in, but um, I do feel like that uh, I'm kind of an outlier sometimes in that way. What does that look like so. for you? I just don't. I don't see any value in like hiding my interest in someone. Like, you want to see yeah. what this mouth do? I'm just like, let me tell you what that mouth do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so I've faced a lot of rejection, but it's fine. And incels are babies. <laughs> <laughs> it's really okay, you guys. Okay. Yeah, but I remember. Tell us about a rejection, a notable rejection. Well, okay, this is a little off topic, but even as far back as like school dances and shit, like. Um, I remember I would Mormon school dances. Mormon dances too. Yeah, I went to both. I was uh, playing both sides as I do. And um, yeah, a lot of like girls would be like, "I'm so sad because when a slow song comes on, I have to wait." And I'm like, "You can just go ask someone. Like they won't tell you no. <laughs> <laughs> like you can just do it. You can do what men do, which is just be like, "Hey, want to dance?" And, and where then, did that come from? I don't know. Probably like um, a lack of social development in my early years. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, guys, look, there's a life hack here. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is that how it worked with your current boyfriend? 
You're you know just what? like, no. hey, come, that was come get some. He was kind of the exception to that. Um, he was very interested in me, and I was uh, fresh out of a six-year relationship. Yeah. And we were friends before. Like, we were friends while I was dating my other boyfriend. And so I was like, we can't because I don't want to ruin our friendship. Um, but he was very persuasive. He's like, no, I'll just come over and watch all of the Twilight movies with you in your apartment that you now live in alone. And so it worked out. I kind of weaseled his way in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by which by which movie uh, had he put, the, it, put his hand on you? The last one. The yeah, last one. That, that's how I figured out when our anniversary was, because I was like, I know we didn't fuck until the last movie. And so I went on my Netflix history, and I was like, oh, September 1st. That's when I watched wow. a, how, uh, how Breaking long, Dawn Part 2. How long apart were these viewings? Uh, you know, that's hard to say. I think we watched, like... It's probably like five days. I think we watch like okay. one every night. Is he more week. of a Jacob or an Edward? I'm Team Edward through and through. Okay. I think Jacob is uh, an incel. He's actually a the Chad cell. The okay. werewolf. If you want to get into it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'll have to ask Rendell if he's Team Jacob or Team Edward. That's a good question. So you seem pretty uh, pretty hip to all the incel slang. Yeah, I've, I'm embarrassed that I've said incel more than once on this podcast. Were you, um, you like going four chan and stuff? No, to to, to make just, fun of the incels. Just very terminally Go to the incel online. Jew. Yeah, <laughs> not the incel Jew. The incel. Uh, the incel zoo. <laughs> the incel Jew. They exist. Um, just very terminally online. I've always been very fascinated by. Um, well, yeah, you you, you 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 must have grown up with the internet. Yeah, I was like a Tumblr time. baby. Yeah, yeah, I grew up on Tumblr. And read it. Do you want? I'm not gonna out you. Go ahead. Really? Is what? Yeah, do it. Say it. Really? You can edit it out if it's bad. I'm not gonna edit it out. (laughs) What is it? Uh, she was a follower of your girlfriend. Sonnet. That's right. Am I not supposed to say her name? No, go for it, dude. No, like I worshipped her on Tumblr when I was was like 13. uh, Collabra Cadabra that she was in. I don't remember. Yeah. I just remember because she has such a unique name. Yeah. And I wasn't even living in Seattle. Um, she was like the first wave of YouTube celebrities. No, yeah, like she was part What was of, her angle on YouTube? Are the videos still up there? Probably, yeah. Huh. I just remember that she had like a group of like hipster friends. And as like a sad 13-year-old, I was like, I want that. Like that's the lifestyle I'm aspiring to. Now you've got it. I guess. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> well, got now it. now I've met her and I'm like, this is weird. I should tell her that I followed her on Tumblr and like liked her a lot. A, yeah, I think she'd tween. like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, what was know. she? What was she posting? What did you like about? I don't her? remember. I like literally. I think they just had kind of like a satirical sense of humor and to posted selfies and they like riff on each other's jokes. It's just like internet shit. But I was a little kid, so I was like, "That's the coolest thing I've ever seen." <laughs> I okay. I, I don't really understand, but I, I can appreciate. <laughs> no, they, sort they, of. they would just That's make it. like. YouTube videos. They're just like the cool And they kids. were kind of funny. Yeah. And it was before like everything had like great production value and there was a billion different channels. Um, and yeah, I think it was what, like five or six people and they all made individual videos. And then... Was she living in Seattle at this point? I think she was living in Portland. Okay. Yeah. And she was doing it there. And then she moved up to Seattle and decided that she didn't want that for like she was getting kind of like famous like people were recognizing her that's crazy we should have her on. i recognize yeah yeah can you absolutely. have uh, both of us on and then i'll get to meet my idol yeah i'm even though i've met her many times yeah but. is she still your idol 
Yeah, I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. For sure. Okay. For sure, she still is. Um, no, she, she listens came, to this podcast. So, hello, Sonnet. I love you. Um, she came into the po- the coffee shop I worked at before, so. and we were like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. god. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We uh, we were we were shopping at uh, the QFC in my neighborhood, and yes. we saw Bernice and her my boyfriend. Partner. We were on uh, the. Oh, I saw that. We were I buying saw, matzo. I, I saw that's that. right. You I were buying it. matzo. Yep. <laughs> and you said hi to her and not to me, Sorry, and she was like, "Oh." She was, she was dunking on me for that. <laughs> you know, you get it. You know? I get it, yeah. No, I'm not going to engage with I'm that. I'm not sorry about that. I didn't realize that Sonnet was, like, internet famous. Yeah. Tumblr famous, of all things. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I watched one of her videos before our first date. How did you And I was like, guys, yeah, that's cool. How did you meet? Tinder. Tinder, really? We, we were doing cool. a pandemic Tinder. I assumed you met through comedy, because... Yeah, but I guess not. Yeah, she worked at uh, Jai Tai mm. in the long, long ago. Cool. Uh, and was a bartender there. And I remember there were there were two hot redheads behind the bar. It was her <laughs> and this other girl named Kim. Yeah. And uh, you, pick. you know, I am just like a severe robot when I'm at open mic, so I was not paying attention. Dude, I get that. Yeah, I feel no, like I you're come just off like, as an asshole sometimes because I'm just like in my head. Yeah, well, yeah. you're there for you, and you're yeah. like, okay, this is what I'm going to say. This and I'm is just, how I'm, I'm say nervous. It. I'm anxious. Like yeah. when people talk to me, I'm like, thanks, okay, hi. Yeah. No, I can calm down if Quinn is there. I've got like if I've got my emotional <laughs> support, Quinn, then I can just relax and hang out. But if he's not there, then I'm just like brooding around, doing a lot of pacing. Yeah. But then, then once I go, I can kind of you, you know, can chill yeah, you bit. can chill yeah. a little bit. But I'm still like not baseline. Like I'm still kind of wired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're either like, yeah, had a good set, you're feeling good, or yeah. you're like, oh, that was terrible. Yeah. I'm gonna go kill myself. I'm gonna go quit comedy. Yeah, I'm forever. gonna quit comedy. Yeah. I'm gonna be an HVAC guy. Uh, how, how did you? I don't know if you covered this the last time you were on. How did you get into doing comedy? Um, yeah, it started with Comedy Club at, okay. um, at the UW. And and was that like a class or like an extracurricular club? No, so it was club, a student, or? yeah, extracurricular student club. And I ended up taking over as president like three months in. So it became like a big part of my life. Wow. Um, yeah, that was it though. Like I just, the first shit I ever wrote was like Mormon jokes. I just wanted to process. Did you have jokes before you joined the club or you were like, oh, comedy sounds cool. Let's... I actually knew about the club for, like, six months before I ever went to a meeting. And yeah. the only reason I went to a meeting... Like, I actually am a very anxious person. So, like, I was putting it off for so long. Um, sure. The only reason I went was because every January they do a religion-themed show. Okay. So, I was like, this is my chance, if there's any, to, like, get into this club. Um, and then it actually it went very well. And, like, all of my friends... All of my current friends, like, I met through that club. My boyfriend I met through that club. Like, yeah, yeah. It's taken over my life, so... Uh, what, what do you guys do in the club? Is it just like an open mic where you all do a set and... Yeah, weekly meetings are like an open mic, but with feedback. Okay. So you do like, you know, you get however much, five minutes max, you do your set, you get feedback. And most feedback's garbage, but sometimes it helps. Do you and get then, a lot of people who show up once and then never come back? For sure. And yeah. there's also a lot of people... Oh, dude, there's a lot of people who, like, do the club, because we'll also do, like, two to three proper shows, like a showcase in the quarter. And there's a lot of people who come, and they, like, do the club the whole time they're in college, and I'm like, hey, come to an open mic with me, and they're like, no, I'm good. Like, this is what I I want I got what I needed, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's actually pretty rare for people from comedy clubs that go on yeah no i hardly ever see people from the club at open mics there's like Uh, me there's paul um paul curry 
Paul Curry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jack Barth before he moved. And that was like pretty much it. So. No, I think a Porv is super funny. I, yeah, I'm he's glad you so remember funny. Porv. Jack uh, didn't remember Porv last well, He's got time. the joke about peeing on a monkey. Yes. Which oh, that's, is fucking, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, him. yeah, that's him. Oh, I love the monkey the joke. The monkey joke Dude, is he's great. Dude, he's my best friend. I, 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 didn't, I didn't realize that that was him because there's a slew of Indian comics. It is town, funny. Like, he was talking about that. He's like, where? How? why is this happening? Yeah. but He's, he's funnier than like Yeah. No, I, I remember the monkey joke. Like that. <laughs> no, that, it's good. The yeah. first time I heard that, I was like, that's like, I doubt. Yeah, it was incredible. Literally Usually like I can listen to friend. jokes once. That joke I can hear it. Yeah, many yes. many times. She's yes. like, I'm not gonna do the accent, but he's like, yeah, fuck a monkey. Yeah, <laughs> like, I hate monkeys. Why he America is better? You don't have monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's the. He like got me through my breakup. He's introduced me to every drug I've ever done. What drugs have you done? Not enough. Okay. Um, shrooms, Molly. Is this is this a trap? Are you gonna? We're cops. We We want to offer you all of the drugs that you haven't done. Um, yeah, shrooms, Molly. Uh, We've got PCP. Those are some of my favorite ones. We've got some very good. Molly is my fucking favorite. Molly is incredible. If I could do Molly every weekend, I would for sure. But I try to wait three months. Yeah, Molly's the best. It's amazing. Um, do you got a Molly connection? My mom. Really? Wow. (laughs) Wait, wait, for real? That's not a bit. Yeah. Can it? Okay, we'll talk off air, but yeah, we okay. Can talk off air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but I'm out right now. I I would love to find a local connection. Yeah, I need some. Gotta support local. I was hoping you would have one. You know, I'm so constantly disappointed in myself God. that I've lived in this city for almost five years and I don't have a reliable drug. What about uh, uh, Jesse? Unreliable in every conceivable oh, way. Damn. Um, I had. I was I was banging this lady for a little while and yeah, she she was that's my a nice way to put it. she was my my drug person <laughs> your yeah. plug and then I called it you off were with were plugging your plug dude Hey yo yeah. and then I called it off with her and my drug connection dried up I'm sorry Oh no, there's 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 a person you could probably get from AH Yeah yeah mm. yeah yeah You just have to build that relationship I think it's just hey I have money yeah, yeah that's, that, that's how you build that relationship. <laughs> and you have to trust. I do try Dollars. to be careful, too. It's like I want to trust the person I'm buying it from. Yeah. Just um, make them do it before you. What I haven't tried that I really want to try is Coke. That's <laughs> yeah. fun. Jay and I are fans of Coke. I'm kind of scared because I have a huge, like, stimulants are my Jay and I weakness. want to take you out on a drug bender night. Yeah. Yes. Your, your boyfriend can't come, though. Uh, No, he's supportive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He'll just watch. Sonnet can be there though. <laughs> Sonnet, okay. If Sonnet's there, I feel safe. Um, no, but yeah, I, no. You you yeah. you would like Coke a lot. You would like Coke too much. No, that's the problem. You like I have a would. huge nicotine problem. Um, yeah, I take Ritalin for ADHD. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I love stimmies. How do you how do you like to take nicotine? You smoke or use the patches or I lozenges? quit vaping. I finally quit vaping like a few weeks, a month ago maybe. I've been doing Zins. Okay. And then Nick Gum when I have more self control. Yeah. Yeah. I did hookah last night. It fucked up my throat though. Oh, you're not supposed to swallow. Won't swallow hookah. <laughs> you're supposed to. You're supposed to roll it around in your mouth. Really? Yeah. Fuck. No yeah, wonder. No. I if you swallow hookah, today. it's like, and you know, you'll sit and smoke hookah for like an hour. Yeah, you're not supposed oh, to. Oh, dude, I definitely have cancer. It's like a cigar. You just roll it around in your mouth. Yeah, I've never done it. I, I'm not into. Oh, to- I'm, I'm not into tobacco. Why, why don't they tell you that? <laughs> yeah, no that that was my mistake, and I was like, I did it one time, and it's like, oh, I fucking hate hookah. But my new my neighbor in my apartment, he likes to smoke hookah. Do you get a buzz? Yeah, a little, a little okay. buzz. Yeah, I don't get much of a buzz from it, so I don't know if it's worth it. 
Yeah, well, if you're if you're like a nicotine addict, it's definitely not as much as like we should get her to smoke a cigar. You get fucked up from smoking cigars. I love a cigar. Yeah. yeah. I gotta wait for a day when I've got a low nick tolerance. Yeah. Which is kind of right now. So that's good. Just get a nice like macanuda. Have you done acid? I have some, but I've not done it yet. Just right. a time thing. I never have like a day Same. that I'm free. What are you doing July 2nd or 3rd? Uh, <laughs> celebrating this country's That's what, independence. That, that is the best time to do acid in my opinion. I have two yeah, hits in my, I have two hits in my freezer right now that I'm saving for the 2nd yes. or the 3rd cuz the 4th is a Monday. Uh, but so I'll probably do it on like the 3rd or so just so I have like that day to recover. I mean, as long as Sonnet's there, I mean. Sonnet will not be there for uh, that one. Okay, I'm still in. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I have my own acid. Yeah, I have yeah. my own acid. I assume Sonnet, just knowing her a little bit, I assume she doesn't like acid. I could be wrong in she, that. She has done very few drugs, but she's really enthusiastic okay. to do drugs. That's nice. I yeah. relate to that. Yeah. I don't know. Like, my, my psychedelic days are mostly behind me. I kind of feel that. Like, I haven't really had the urge to do shrooms again. Um, I've done it like three or four times. So, so with shrooms, have you had more like uplifting positive experiences or like paranoia mind fucks? No, it's always been fine. My first experience was like really good, like life changing. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, how much did you eat? Made me, I don't even think that much. I tend to be a lightweight, like very much. Okay. Um, I think I did two. Two grams. Two grams. Yeah. Two shrooms. Two shroom. Two mushrooms. Two mushrooms. Gotcha. Oh, no, oh. no, two grams. Okay. Yeah, two grams. Okay. Um, Not yeah, bad. that was huge. Um, and then I've done it a few times since then, but all of those times were like with friends and usually like at night and I just didn't enjoy it as much. It was kind of like, I should have done this in the morning, like by myself. <laughs> for me, I think a good trip, uh, and I've done this a lot. Um, for me, I think a good trip depends on a lot of things, but for me, uh, you want to transition from either day into night or night into day. Personally, yeah, I, I, I like day into night more than day and or i like day into night more than night into day yeah i don't like being so late night yeah. Yeah. yeah but uh so you eat them around you know depend like in the morning eat them around like two or three in the afternoon yeah and then by the time dusk rolls around you know you're kind of like coming you're really cooking because you can't sleep either no it's yeah. pretty speedy yeah yeah well not with mushrooms but with like i can never sleep after mushrooms interesting yeah all psychedelics have been really speedy to me yeah every no, time it's just my mind is just for me. racing with with mushrooms like i come down and i'm fine and then if i eat a meal then i'm just i'm good take a shower yeah, I always eat, a meal, you, yeah. eat a meal take a shower yeah. i'm good to go to bed and it's gonna you're gonna get a, like a little some like closed eye visuals and body feels but like that's kind of just i like to meditate anyway so it's just mm. like a, a fun way to like meditate into sleep that sounds good yeah um, also, I've been wanting to try ketamine. I love ketamine. <laughs> I'm scared of that one because dissociatives tend to make me kind of paranoid. So that's yeah. why I don't like, like, I don't like weed. Yeah. So. I, I, oof, I, ketamine might be my favorite drug. Really? More than Molly? They're like neck and neck. Damn. Very different. Yeah. But neck and neck. For that's crazy. And I, again, I, I'm so disappointed in myself for not having a regular connection. Cause like <laughs> I, 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 I come from hard addicts. But mm. I don't have an addictive personality. I can put, I can pick up stuff and put it down. Ne weed is like the only thing I feel like I might be addicted to. But yeah, like, it's nicotine for me. But like other substances, like I, it, it's not an issue for me. No, I was like sober from alcohol for a few months just to like make sure I could, and it was fine. Yeah, that made me feel good. I was like, okay. Um, but everyone has something. Yeah. Uh, 
But I didn't smoke weed until I was 25. Interesting. Um, You're just making up for lost time. Yeah. Yeah. And, but yeah, other drugs, like, I can pick up and put down really without any real consequence or problem. And I, I've really had a, my, my, my K-tooth has really been itchy lately. <laughs> like, I really want to just crawl in that hole. Yeah, I've never tried it. I don't have a connection for that one. Also, so. like, I like Molly, but, like, I wouldn't want to do, like, the only... All right, it's pretty intense. The like, only ways I've ever done Molly are with a girl that I can, like, touch and sleep with. Yeah, And, yeah, like, yeah. get on another level with. Yeah. And, like, my second wife, like, that's kind of how we... Bo- I didn't know you've been married twice. Yeah. Oh. And, uh, that's, she kind of, like, all right, so my first wife left me, and just, like, my world was just, like, spiraling. Yeah, and, yeah, like. Yeah. It was upside down. I I was I came into like a good chunk of money at the time, and I had just gotten fired and then divorced, and then I came into Whoa. like a good chunk of money, and then I was just like deep into comedy at that point, and so I was just living strictly at night. Like I was basically a Whoa. vampire in like the winter of Maine, in like for like four or five months, and I was just like a sexual deviant and just like. <laughs> doing all sorts of stuff. And then I started hanging out with my second ex-wife who, uh, at the time she was just this girl that I had a crush on. Like, I remember the first time I ever saw her, he's like, I just had a crush on her forever. And we started hanging out. And then like, I would come over, like she was a bartender at the time and I would like, I had no schedule. I had nothing going on. Like, and so I would just like go over to her place after she got off her bar shift and she would just like lick her finger and stick it in a Molly bag and just like feed it to me. That's and, a lot. And, That's a frequent usage. It sounds like a Molly. It was, it was a, it was a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And like, she would just like hand feed me Molly and then like <laughs> we would cuddle on her couch and just, she would be so sweet to me and nice oh. to me and just like listen to me, like talk about my life and stuff. Yeah. And then like, I got trapped into her Yeah. And then, uh, is that your second wife? That's the second wife. Ah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Just hand feeding me Molly on her couch. That's and how like, you get them. Letting me yeah. like suck on her tits and just like petting. Pet, it's like, hard to go up from and, there. Like, petting I mean, my, that's the top and, like, of the mountain right Petting there. my head and be like, oh, I'm so sorry that your first wife was so mean to you. What <laughs> the hell? That sounds <sighs> kind of scary. It's like grooming. Oh, yeah, you're getting groomed. It, I was. I definitely was. Yeah. I definitely was. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my God. and then like the other time I did, like I've done Molly with her a bunch and it's yeah. always like incredible. And then like I did it with this other girl and we went down to Portland and did comedy for like a week together oh. in Portland and just, it was more speedy than Molly. Kinda, yeah. It was like methy, but it was still really good and just like got on a different level with her. We had like banana sex so just like it was like yeah i haven't know. had sex on it i I tend to oh, just get what? really cuddly yeah i mean cuddly is great yeah. but like i mean cut just like touching and kissing and just like no everything feels just really telling good. secrets just yes, like yes. I, I i like getting to the point where like i'm kind of like almost overdosing to where like my <laughs> oh, eyes like my eyes are like I can't even really open them. They're just like, no, that's scary. They're just like blinky, but I'm just like, Oh yeah. And just like anything that you want to ask or no, I'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm pretty careful. I mean, cause I am a super lightweight for everything. I'm very small. And, um, I have a superhuman tolerance for every drug. That's pretty unlucky. Except for alcohol. Interesting. Yeah. Cause I feel lucky to be a lightweight. Like I do one shot at a bar and that's like nice. Yeah. Two shots. The first time I did Coke, uh, 
I was hanging out with some friends and they were like, Hey, you want to do some? And I'll like, sure. And I'll do like a line or two. And then like, I'm doing what they were doing. They're like, they're like up and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. I don't fucking don't feel Can I get some more? Yeah. And they're, you know, like very quickly, they're like, why is this guy doing Do you have that? ADHD? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there. that yeah. can also be part of it. Is it really? Yeah. Like, so stimulants like calm me down. Yeah, okay. So yeah, yeah, it just takes more of everything. If you want like a speedy feeling, you need a lot. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I like take stimulants just to function as a normal person. I need to. Yeah. I need, yeah. I should, I need to. Yeah. But I recommend. I, I love ketamine though. I've mentioned this on the show numerous times, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it, it's great. Okay. I'll try. I'll, I might not like it. But I'm willing That's, to try yeah. everything, you know, anything three times. That's what I say. Just to be safe. That's what Bobby told me before this show. Okay. Yeah, she was like, Mormons will try anything three times. Or ex-Mormons. It's very Bobby advice. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, hmm. Anyway, good. This feels like a very incriminating episode. Yeah, if you ever run for public office, we'll God, be coming for a imagine? large donation. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, if if you did somehow attain public office, if you if you became like the dictator of the world, oh, that's nice. Yeah, what what would you do? You had five years. You had five uh, years five to be years. the dictator of the world. You're going to step down afterwards, bro. I don't know. I'd probably do do? just go nuts. I okay. feel like no matter if you're the dictator of the world, no matter what you do, you're just going to kill a ton of people. Right. Well, that's like that's what anything. Jack's going to do. Yeah, yeah. He, that's his first priority is to just like wholesale slaughter i don't want to i just think any like even if i try to do things with good intentions you have just gonna hurt a shit ton of people yeah so what do you do probably just go for uh make everyone listen to my comedy okay i do a lot of stand-up on television there you go um maybe the state of the union probably like mandatory abortions um hell yeah yeah like i'm anti-choice baby in the worst forced vasectomies i just sterilize everybody just the men you'd only need to sterilize the men really that's true yeah i want to sterilize everyone for good measure though you know in the name of equality fair everyone gets sterile instead of an abortion you have to get your reproductive system turned back on yeah yeah, you petition to have a child Yeah, yeah for sure um you don't approve anyone but you have to petition and it's an arduous, tedious task of have, filling out all those paperwork. <laughs> it's and everything. a lot, yeah. No, I have actually have no idea what I would do. I don't want to be the dictator of the world. Well, that's your that qualifies you to be the dictator of the I world. Agree, Anyone yes. who yeah. wants to be dictator of the world should absolutely not be. Yeah, that's true. Dictator of the world. That's true. I think maybe just nobody should be, but that might be a radical yeah. take. Now, how would you feel if an AI? became the dictator would you be like you know i'm what? ready that, that makes sense no yeah i'm ready to jump on board if an ai is like i have calculated the perfect like optimal solution for society I'd be like, all right what do you think that would look like probably just like a lot of redistribution that people don't like and um yeah yeah now, some people so, wouldn't like it i would like it yeah everyone would probably be like farmers again they'd be like yeah here you go everyone's farming farmers only Farmersonly.com oh, slash Rain City Jerks. That's the dream. Yeah, yeah. If when you when you sign up for Farmersonly.com, <laughs> the only dating service that connects real hardworking Americans to the people they love, use promo code Rain City Jerks <laughs> for an additional thirty percent off a six to twelve month membership. Six to twelve. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. If people are just signing up for a month of premium service, they don't True. get. Okay. I know. should get on J Date. Yeah. But you got to oh, pay for that one. I want to get on J Date. <laughs> Uh, so 
I met a person off of J-Date, and in true Jewish fashion, both of us were able to skirt the monetary requirement <laughs> and find a way to meet each other. Okay. Yeah, so she uh, put her email address in her bio. Pro, in her bio and was like, if you're this person, email me. Because we were like we were just like sending winky faces back and forth Whoa. to each other, and then she's like, "Here's my email address. If you're uh, Granola Core, because that's that's my online handle, yeah, uh, you know, sent drop me a line, that's and then I did, terrible. and then she 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 scrubbed it off of her profile. Interesting, yeah. And what, did that go anywhere? No, it did, did not go anywhere. Oh, I'm sorry. I would have so liked romantic. To have, eh, you know, yeah. Tales from the early days of internet dating. Yeah. That's tragic. Yeah, you know. She was going to be a dentist. It would never work. Mm. She's a dentist for the Navy. Oh. Man, you could have been a kept man. That's that's a cushy life right there. Yeah, I would, I would love to. Be I've been a thinking dentist. about like how do I how do I find a, a woman in the Marines? How do I, <laughs> how do I find a, a Navy gal? A woman just, in the Marines finds you. Who just like <laughs> lets me live on base, shop at the commissary, baby? Yeah. I'll make you a nice meatloaf. I'll mash those potatoes. Yeah, I'll keep a nice house. Listen, then, if there's any Navy babes listening. Then you're, oh, well, oh babe, you got to go to what? Korea for eight months? That's no. crazy. No, no, no. babe, no. Oh, I'm going to miss you so much. Nah, man. Uh, Comedy. Joint, joint base Lewis <laughs> McCord. It's just, just down in Tacoma. Yeah. How do I find Navy babes? Navy babe, you got to go to a Navy base. Do Navy babes want, like, to keep men? No. They, yeah. No, they're just normal women. They want a man to pursue them. Yeah. But, you know. Where are these women who want to just like keep men? You know what I mean? Like just like provide a life for me. Where's that? Bro. That's that's penthouse forum. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they want. Like I would make know. a great like homemaker. I would make. I would be a fantastic homemaker as long as I could go out and do comedy at night. Like that's all you need. Like I will. I I'm, I will cook you dinner. I'll clean the house. I'll fuck you well. I'll f- like. I'll keep well, that's it. that's one of the problems with like women advancing to high ranks in the workforce. Like they'll mm-hmm. be like the, the CEO problems. of some big company, and they're like, okay, I want to meet someone who is my equal. Right. Exactly. But the guy CEO doesn't want to date a girl CEO. Right. He's fine just dating a hot waitress. Right. Mm. Right. And she's like, well, fuck. Now I just am. 40 years old and have a bunch of cats and my eggs are frozen right. and that's terrifying. I have all this money. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you date women. Absolutely. That's the time. I made that decision long ago to change. just date women. Yeah. I think uh, that'll be my move if this relationship ever ends. I wasn't anticipating. I wanted to be single for a long time. Um, but The Jews will get you. They fucking yeah. find you, dude. We worm our way in. They worm. They're, they're very sneaky. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm way too comfortable making jokes like this. No, you're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's fun. I think so. Yeah. How are we doing? We're about an hour. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. Are you gonna go to off the top tonight? I'm actually kind of feeling like shit, so probably not. Even okay. though I really need okay. to, because okay. I've been telling Jesse I'll go for like every time I see him in person. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, just keep telling him that. I'm like, hey Jesse, I'll be Jesse, there. I'll be there, man. I'm gonna give him trust issues, more trust issues. I don't. I don't think you can crack that barrier. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he. Pro- if you t- were like, oh, Bernice was talking about you, he'd be like, who? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not worried. Uh, you got anything you want to promote? Uh, follow me on Instagram at 8bitbean. I'm always posting cries for help on there. <laughs> and uh, Strumpet Radio Hour, that's my podcast with Susan. So we're on Instagram at Strumpet Radio Hour. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple, whatever, all the places. Sick. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for coming back. Thanks for having me again. We should get together and do drugs sometime. Yes, drug bender. Yeah. With with Sonnet? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Thank All you right. for coming. Jerks out. <laughs>